Hi, I'm Carolina, your podcast host and expert womb healer. Over the past five years, I've served over 500 women to remove physical blockages in their bodies. We achieve this with Reiki. I believe healing doesn't have to be done alone, nor should it be. You will hear stories of healing, methods to heal with, and guest speakers covering taboo topics you won't hear anywhere else. Let's continue this journey of womb healing together. Hi, I'm Caroline, your podcast host and expert Reiki womb healer. And before we get started today, please take a few minutes and subscribe and leave us a five-star rating and review. Every review helps us rank, and we're just so thankful that you're here. So this episode is sponsored by the Next Level Fertility Program, and that's where we make babies with Reiki. We'll walk you through with a specially curated healing plan to optimize your fertility or remove all blockages from your fertility journey. And you can go ahead and check out on the show notes how to apply for that program. So today we're talking about getting the most out of Reiki tips for maximizing the benefits of an energy healing session. This is super important and a very common question. So basically with this, we need to decide what kind of session you're having. Are you having in-person and virtual? So most of these tips can be applied to both. It's very important that we start with who you're choosing to be your Reiki master or Reiki practitioner. You need to feel comfortable with them. You need to feel safe with them. They need to be providing you a service that's going to uplift you and not make you stressed out. So make sure that you are vibing with your Reiki master or practitioner. So it's really important to make sure that if it's in person, where's the location of their office? What is their room like? What does their table feel like? Is there a table warmer? Is usually if it's in person, then it's done on a massage table. Do you feel safe in their presence? What is the feeling in the, you know, ambiance of their room? A lot of Reiki rooms are really beautiful. I do all of mine over Zoom. So are you getting a distance Reiki session done? What is that like? Is it done over the phone? A lot of people do Reiki over the phone where they'll call you at the start of the session, hang up, do Reiki, and then call you at the end. I don't like that. I just, I, I never did. I like it live. I also like in-person Reiki. I get Reiki done almost every six weeks now, done by a Reiki master who was also my teacher and helped me conceive Ollie. And basically I like in-person and I have also gotten done virtually. I also have a Reiki student that we do Reiki exchanges with and I love receiving Reiki from her too. So virtually you need to make sure that you are in a quiet space the puppies are put away, that you it's comfortable and you're going to have everything that you want with you. Maybe your crystals or journal, maybe a little snack, definitely a water bottle, any essential oils that you may want. I, at a minimum, I need a water bottle, some crystals and a blanket. And I usually am doing Reiki in my bed. If I'm doing virtual or at my desk here, I feel very comfortable. So setting the place where you're going to receive Reiki is also very important. The next is the importance of having an open mind and a willingness to let it unfold. However, the experience is supposed to unfold, meaning like if you see colors, if you get chills, what's the outcome? How are you going to feel afterwards? Detach from that and let the experience unfold. We want to set the intention for the session. Are you coming in to feel better, to feel more grounded, to gain clarity around a situation, to heal or 
a lot of people say, I don't feel like myself. I know I feel off. I need guidance or I just need a general boost or I'm coming in with the intention that I want to clear out blockages for my womb. I want to conceive or I have, I'm preparing for birth and I want to remove all the obstacles I can energetically out of my way so I can have the best birth experience. A lot of people are postpartum. I treat fertility through postpartum and I'm really low energy, which is very typical in postpartum because you're exhausted and you are wanting to feel like you again, get back to yourself. So Reiki can help you feel grounded and restore and restore that depleted energy to balance you out. The next thing is understanding what you want from the practitioner in the session. And I think it's really important to set that up immediately. Understanding, are you going to be talking? How do you want them to communicate with you during the session? If they have some Reiki masters or practitioners are mediums. For me, when I did in-person Reiki, I had a notepad and anything that I got, I would take the moment to write down if I worked and I would take note of the chakra scan. So I would do like open close. I would scan all seven main chakras and I would take note of any imbalances. That's how I most of the time. Some people are like, if you feel something, I want to know when you're doing it. So I... Is this a quiet session? Like even like, you know, like a hair appointment, you can ask like, I want a quiet appointment. I want a silent appointment. Some people want to know if they want a quiet, safe, relaxing space or they are, sometimes people are coming for an experience and they want to know. So like if you're connecting with the other side or if their spirit guides are stepping forward, they're going to want to know. And that's activating to them. So what kind of experience do you want to, you want to have relaxing and what does relaxing look for you? Or is this an activating spiritual experience? And what does that look like to you? Communicate that with your practitioner. Also, the practitioner might have like, I don't really talk. Like my Reiki master, she's like, you need to be quiet. Shh. Because I'm a talker. Okay. Obviously, because I'm a podcaster, I'm a talker. So um, setting the intention and how you are going to move through the session. If you're in pain, you need to communicate with that. The Reiki masters are not psychics. And if there's any skepticism or like doubts if this works, leave that at the door. And nobody needs to be challenged. If you don't know what Reiki is, there's Google. If you don't know what energy healing is, there's Google. You can also certainly ask questions, but it's not on the practitioner to give you an encyclopedia or a Google, you know, lesson inside of your treatment session. It's, and some people might hate me for that, but the practitioner should have the heart of a teacher, but it's not, it's not the intention of the session. You're coming for healing. We're not teaching you Reiki in that healing appointment. So come ready, prepared and open to heal and release whatever is not. Understand that not everything may not be revealed to you. A lot of people come in asking for messages and I'm like, well, we are, we're here for healing. If I get a message, I will share it with you, but I don't actively go seeking them. Also is understanding that trust your practitioner. Their Reiki can't be messed up unless it's done unethically, but it's really important to understand their standard of code of conduct and Reiki will flow where it needs to go and your body is meant to heal itself. So Reiki just amplifies that natural ability. It's also important to make sure you're hydrated. It's really, really important to me. And then 
what happens is at the end of the session, you need time to integrate the healing energy. So that's really important to take time to rest the rest of the day or to journal. I wouldn't go get a Reiki session done and then go to Costco. I would take it easy. That would be the day like I would schedule the Reiki session and then I'm like staying home the rest of the day. I am usually when I go into a Reiki session, I'm releasing a lot. So I'm tired afterwards. Sometimes I'm a little hyper, but I'm still at home. I'm protecting my energy. This is a sacred thing that I done, they had done, and I'm going to let my body slowly calibrate to this new vibration because every Reiki session will raise your vibration. Um, you can journal about your experience. I also might call somebody. I have a friend who I, in Spanish, we call it chisme. So we're like, girlfriend, I got some chisme. I got some cheese. I want to tell you about my Reiki experience. And she's like, what do you do? I, I saw the color purple. Or uh, she will call me and she's like, I saw Jesus. I said, did you? So I love talking and processing it with a safe friend, uh, a person that, you know, values and holds space for me. I also recommend that you have follow-up sessions. Discuss with your practitioner when you should get Ricky again. If it is a particular issue and they're developing a treatment plan together to tackle and address a certain issue, there might be a certain number of frequency of sessions that you should do together. Uh, usually the rule of thumb is you'll let me know when you feel it. Or if we're doing proactive care, then it might be in the frequency of every two weeks or once every month. It just depends on the issue and the person. So it's really important to understand maximizing the benefits of an energy healing session or a Reiki session is being open, detaching from the outcome, making sure that you're creating a space and an environment where you can heal in that you feel safe in and trusting the practitioner and also making sure you're mentioning if you're in any pain or if you're struggling and setting the intention of what you want from this. Just communicate, be transparent and allow the session to unfold the way it's supposed to. And if you have any questions about what Reiki should look like or the intention, feel free to send me a Instagram direct message or voice note and I would love to chat with you. Thank you for being here today and I hope you know that you are incredibly loved. It was an honor to connect and serve you this week. If you are a spiritually curious person wanting to conceive and heal blockages in your fertility, click the link in the episode description to learn more about the Fertility Foundation Collective. Until next time, my friend, know you are loved.